Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Welcome, everyone, to a very special episode of Potato Thumbs Podcast. I say that, but I don't actually know what makes it special. What what makes this episode special, Nips? Uh, anything you're involved with, Fluffy, is special. <laughs> special is, is a special does. In a short bus sort of way. Uh, so this week, um, our special guest is Out Hunting Wolves. Um we are going to do a little bit different format in our in our episode and try and save a couple things for the end in hopes that he has a successful hunt and is able to get back to us in a timely manner. Uh, if that doesn't happen, uh, then just enjoy the show of the two of us and special guests will return at a later time. Sounds good to me. All right. Awesome, man. Um, so I guess real quick, man, how was your week? How are you doing? Yeah, doing well, doing well. Uh, snowstorm coming in tonight, so oh, yeah. I'm excited about uh, you know shoveling for hours tomorrow while I'm not, while I'm working from home. So that'll be a good time. Uh, free extra workout, I guess, for the week. You know, man, that's funny. I I I bought this new snow th- snow blower, and uh, if it's light and fluffy, I will totally shovel my driveway. And my back porch and my deck just for the exercise. But you know, if it starts getting like slushy, I am one hundred percent firing that beast up. <laughs> oh, nice! Yeah. Uh, How about you? How was your week? It was good, man. It was good. So uh, it was my birthday on Tuesday, the fifth. Um, the wife and I headed out to Colorado on Monday morning. Um, we woke up at two in the morning to make it to the airport. Um, I am, let's see, it it was kind of weird because when we left, um, we could see all the grass in our yard and it was also super icy. Like I am so glad that we decided to just park at the airport and not take an Uber because the roads were so horribly bad. It wasn't even funny. Um, you're not trusting your Uber driver to, uh, <laughs> keep you off the curb. Not in, not in this, not in ice, dude. Like everything was coated in ice. And, um, the kid's school was actually delayed like two hours. Um, anyway, so yeah, so we woke up at two in the morning, drove to the airport really slow because it was covered in ice, but, uh, made our way to Colorado. Um, got to Colorado at about, uh, seven something in the morning. And had the best rental car experience of my life. Um, I've gone to Colorado now, I don't know, five, five to six times, I think, snowboarding um, in the recent years. And if you've never been to the Denver airport, their rental cars are not actually at the airport. You have to jump on a bus and then the bus takes you to whatever rental car place that you, you're going to. Um, so I've, I've chosen a different rental car place every single time I've gone because they all suck in their own way. 
Um, you know, sometimes it's like you take an hour or two to get your fucking car because you're standing in line and they have one person working the desk and there's like 15 people in line in front of you. Um, I've had other ones that I'll return a car with a full tank of gas and then they tried to charge me a few hundred dollars, uh, to say that the tank wasn't full and I had to go get receipts from gas stations and prove it. And dude, I walked in to enterprise and they have kiosks. So they have a person working the desk, but they had like 15 kiosks too. I literally walked up, put in my ID, pulled out my ID. My rental car was there, grabbed a slip, walked to the back and they gave me my car. It literally took like 10 minutes at the most from (laughs) getting off the bus to getting in the car. Uh, and that was amazing. Um, we went and met Mr. Elmer Fudd for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. And he took us to Toast, which is uh, a sweet restaurant. If you're ever in the area, it's a family-owned restaurant. And it was the food was amazing, dude. Um, it was cool hanging out with him for a little bit. And then uh, I saw you guys got a little bit handsy. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely as much as we could. Uh, the waves were there, so it was just a total buzzkill. Uh, <laughs> things happen. <laughs> no, dude, it was super cool. I got to meet his littlest one and his wife, and uh, he got to meet my wife. And um, yeah, we had a good time. We hung out there for a while, and then we uh, got on the road and uh, went out to Summit County and did some snowboarding for a few days, had good snow and good weather, and then came home. Very nice. Yeah. Yep. Uh, almost didn't make it home. Had oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. My plane was delayed like four times before it was canceled. Uh, and so that was a good like 11 hours of delays in the airport before they're like, oh, nope, just kidding. There's no plane for you. Uh, but... You guys have had some luck with your traveling. Your trip back from uh, New Mexico also had you spending far, far too long at an airport. You know what, man? As long as it's on the way home. I'm okay with it. I mean, I hate being in the airport, but um, at least it's not like ruining your vacation. It's ruining your going back to reality. Uh, so I wasn't as mad or upset about that. But um, yeah, it was interesting. We we beelined it um, to a kiosk, to a Southwest desk. Uh, not the one, not the gate that we were going out of because there's like so many people in line and they were trying to board a plane. I'm like, Debbie, follow me. And we like booked it to a different one and we found a plane like a few hours later that still had a spot or two on it. So we jumped on that and actually got home. Um, well, that's always a plus. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it might have been like 2.30 in the morning, but I guess, you know, we didn't have to buy a hotel in Denver and rent a car or Uber and, you know, deal with all that. So uh, one Take thing the victories I, where you can get them. Yeah. One thing I learned, make sure you keep your keys in your travel on or your carry on uh, <laughs> because... We checked our bags, and then they canceled our flight, and then they basically were like, well, your bags will come to Minneapolis when we can fit them on a plane. And had they been in my carry- or in my checked luggage, we could have potentially gotten home and had no car keys. Yeah, leaving your keys in your checked luggage is a rookie mistake. Yeah. I've I ne- I never done it, but I just, like, as we're flying, I'm like, dude... I'm like, our luggage might not be there when we get when we get back. Like, I'm really glad that I put those in my carry on. Yeah, it's uh, whenever I travel, it's always uh, keys, medicine and uh, 
<laughs> one pair of clean clothes in the the carry on just in case because while I've never lost a bag, I just uh, don't want to be risking that happening. Yeah, I I've never lost one, but I've definitely had them misplace them where you get them a few days later. Like they just drive them out to your house like three or four days later, and that's uh, yeah, that's no good, especially if you're on a vacation and they lose it on the way there. Yeah, yeah, it gets a little bit tricky. Yep. Um. So yeah. So I don't know, man. No complaints. I mean, you know, it was it was interesting, but um, overall, I had a fantastic birthday and trip, and uh, yeah. You going back in March? I am. I have five weeks, and I'm uh, driving back with my brother-in-law, so we don't have to worry about lost luggage or rental yeah. cars. Although late winter storms might be fun. Yeah, it is mid-March, so mid-March is either, like, warm or it's, uh, you know, we're getting three feet of snow tomorrow, so. <laughs> or both. Yeah, I mean, the nice thing is, you know, at least with us driving, we can um, watch the weather, and if it looks like it's going to be bad in Nebraska uh, or heading home, dude, I'll just I'll get a hotel and I'll ride for another day and then drive home the, the day after, you know? So That's fair. Worst thing that could happen is you get stuck in Lincoln. Yeah, just anywhere in Nebraska would be bad. I know, I picked Lincoln because it's the best of Nebraska and it's not great. Yeah, yeah. I actually have some friends that live in Lincoln, but I have no interest in stopping to uh, hang out with them. However, if we are moving through Denver and it's not midnight, because we're driving, it's like 16 hours we're doing it in one day. Uh, if it's not too late, I am going to hit up FUD again and have a have a beverage or a snack with them or something. Uh, so we'll, hopefully we can make that happen again. Sorry about your luck, Elmer. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I'm glad the mountains are west and I'm east, so you can't stop at my house on the way by. <laughs> you know I would, too, man. <laughs> oh, I'm aware. Probably call first, too. <laughs> Yo, I'd call you like 10 times. I'd be like, I'm still on my way. I know you like phone calls. Um Hey, I'm just calling to say, did you want me to text you or call you with status updates? You know, stuff like that. That's that's what you can look forward to. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it already. <laughs> I know that July trip can't get here soon enough. <laughs> oh, shit, man. I did um, just secure the tickets for uh, for us, for oh, nice. the confirmed people who will be at my house. Nice. Uh, there's still some more up in the air, but uh, I picked up. Picked up five tickets this week, so we're all good to go. Cool, man. Yeah, that, I'm super excited. I have to. I was thinking about it t- um, this weekend too. Like, I gotta find a time in March or April where I can sneak out to uh, out to hang out with you and Briz. Um, Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. <sighs> so, um, getting a little bit off subject or a little bit off of our our normal routine. Uh, the weight loss competition, man. Hey, your fat ass in Colorado let uh, the single gentleman pass us up. I know, man. They took the lead as of today, 3.1% loss versus 3.01% loss. Now, it's pretty dope, though. We've lost 117.8 pounds. And um, How many people are in this? That's a great... I don't know how many. I, I don't know offhand. I should have taken that number, but... Based on the the pound totals, I would guess somewhere around twelve to fifteen people. 
Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I could count it, but that's a lot of work. Um, Plus, uh, I don't want you to take your shoes off and have to use your toes. Yeah, I, that's that's really the main thing. Um, no, but of those 117 pounds, uh, 47.7 from Distinguished Gentleman and 72.1 from our Discord. So 72 pounds, dude, that's huge. Um, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, 20% of that of myself. 20% of ours. Is, you, is, is, <laughs> is me. You've dropped? Wow. I, I think I've dropped... And I'll weigh in tomorrow, which will be another two or three pounds down. But uh, I'm down 14, 12 to 14 since we started nice. in January. So it's going well. That's really good, dude. Yeah, I was I was uh, two pounds away from 200. And I weighed myself when I got back, and I was at uh, 210. So I went up eight pounds. But <laughs> you guys assured me that it was all water weight. And sure enough, not, eating not pizza, all of it, just most of it. <laughs> who would have thought that a week of eating pizza, drinking beer and recreational marijuana would lead to weight gain? But it did. Uh, but five of those pounds have already been dropped uh, as of today. So I think by the end of the week, I'll be I sitting suspect, pretty good. I suspect the other three you're actually going to have to work at. But the, the five, uh, the five is water weight and you're back to a normal hydration level now yeah yeah i i um i i don't think it'll be too hard though man just uh you know get my shoveling in get my get my workouts in. i should be good to go by next week indeed so either way uh it's pretty it's uh going pretty well and um you got like four weeks left yeah and if you haven't joined yet join us start today start losing weights (laughs) weights start losing weight with us and uh you know, you might not you might not be in the drawing for a t-shirt, but uh you know, at least you can lose some weight, start feeling better and we'll see what happens after uh, this one's over. Indeed, I'm sure we'll keep it going. Yeah, one way or another, I'm sure we will too, man. Um so Did you uh let's talk beverages real quick cuz I actually I had more things to talk about this week than I felt were necessary to write down. So I tried to tried to like keep it low key uh, on my notes. Um, did you dabble at all? I know that you've been kind of cutting back. But... Nope, still at uh, two drinks since January 7th. Wow. At uh, bourbon job, on a Sunday and a beer at my buddy's surprise 40th birthday party on the, the next Monday. So it's been two weeks since that party and still no booze. I am back on the caffeine uh, train. I yeah. dropped that for like three weeks, but couldn't uh, keep up with that. I I needed that caffeine. So, yeah, I congrats, like caffeine, you win. Yeah, I'm all about the coffee, man. Uh, I don't think I'd get too much done in the mornings if I didn't have coffee. Um, so shout out to you. Uh, my buddy stopped over last night with, or not last night, Saturday night with a giant bottle of La Fin du Monde. Mm, Finn Dumont is great. And I was uh I was like, oh sweet Unibrow. And he's like, what's that? <laughs> I'm like, oh god. Okay. Uh but I did tell him that, you know, if he likes Le Finn Dumont, he needs to try Trace Pistoles. So Trois Pistoles. Oh, is it it is Trois Pistoles, isn't it? Oh. That's all right. Um <clears throat> so anyways, um beer. So I had a lot of really good beer this week, but uh the one that I felt like I should talk about uh, was Broken Compass Brewing Coconut Porter. 
And you, you are know a sucker me, for coconut porters. I love coconut porters too. And my wife knows me apparently because the only thing that she really had lined up for us to do was to go to Broken Compass because their their coconut porter is what they're famous for. And uh, she had done some research because they were in Breck. And that was like, uh, I don't know, 25 minutes from where we were staying. So she had looked at like the breweries around the area. And she's like, oh, they have a coconut porter. We need to go there. And it was uh, it was cool, man. Like you walk in and it's it's not big. You know, it's a really small place. Um, but like the smell of coconut was so strong when I walked in. I was like, oh, they, they're like serious about their porter. Um <laughs> It was super chill, you know, just tables, like big bench tables, like where you just, you know, kind of group seating instead of like, you know, little solo ones everywhere, I guess, yep. making it more social. Uh, you know, they're one of those dog friend- friendly uh, breweries, too. So they had like there were dogs in there and they had water dishes for people and it was uh, it was a cool water vibe. dishes for people, huh? Did water, they have glasses water for dishes dogs? for people to, you know use for the dogs i'm sorry that i had to finish that sentence i thought it was assumed but well i mean i understood what you were going for but i'm not giving you away with saying water dishes yeah i get i i appreciate the razzing um yeah man so i don't know if it's definitely a place that i'd like to go back to i thought that it was um on par with the Central Waters, not Central Waters, the WBC, Wisconsin, yeah, Wisconsin Company. Brewing Company, Coconut Porter. So, okay, I was gonna ask if it was uh, uh even or better or worse it, than it that. It definitely so. wasn't better, but I would say it was very close to that. Oh, that's quality. awesome. Yeah, it was, it was really, it was really, really good, really, really good. Um, my uh, Debbie was all about it, dude. She's like, wow, this is amazing. I was like, yeah, I'm like, out of the keg, Coconut Porter is. Definitely one of my favorite beers. That's awesome. So, uh, also, water. Holy shit, dude. Did I... I, like, I always forget how dry it is in the mountains. <laughs> like, the elevation um, and then just that mountain air, man. Oh, my God. I was, like... I would wake up... And, and granted, the place that we're staying, I don't think they had a humidifier built into their furnace or anything like that. Right. But I would wake up every morning and, like, just have the desire to drink, like, a gallon of water because it was so fucking dry. And just, like, everywhere you go, man, it was just, like, you know, it's just, I don't know. Probably didn't help that the night before you had all the beer, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was the beer and there's all the, the recreational tobacco. Um, so... There's there's other things at play, but yeah, I mean, when you wake up in the morning after that and having dry air, you're just like, all right, let's see how quickly I can get through a gallon of water. Yeah, well, we and we what we did was um, they had like those big ass jug container things that you use for like camping of water at the grocery store. So we just because we didn't know what the tap water was like or the fridge filter or anything like that where we were staying. So we just bought a giant one of those, dude, and we polished that shit off like it was (laughs) nothing. So yeah, so that was that was my beverages for the week. Um, Did you plenty of any of the new games that have been out because there's been a shitload of games out like in demos and stuff like that over the past couple weeks uh i didn't play uh the division two beta uh jay offered a code up and i was just like 
I'm working on Redrix, so I'm not going to get around to it this weekend. Um, but I found that they're having an open beta. I don't know when in the nearest future, so I'll probably play it then. Um, and while I've downloaded Apex uh, Legends, I haven't actually played it yet either. So yeah. my non-Destiny playing was basically Mass Effect 2 and a whole bunch of Civilization Revolution from the old 360 as well. The um, the Apex Legends does look cool. I, I was watching it a little bit while we were raiding on Saturday. I had it up on my other screen. Yeah. And... um. It does look it does look like a, a cool version of Titanfall. Yeah, I uh, I'm looking forward to playing it. Uh, Val is hooked on Friday night or Saturday morning. I'm like, I sent him a message and hey, what's up? And he's like, oh hey, I just woke up. This was at you know noon Central Time. I stayed up till six a.m. playing, and I'm like, okay. And then on Sunday, I was like, hey, what time did you go to bed? And this was like at eleven thirty. He's like. He messaged me back immediately and said, just woke up, went to bed at eight. think I'm going back to bed for a while. And then at like <laughs> three in the afternoon, he's like, all right, I'm off for real now. Oh, man. <laughs> so so he's good and hooked. Uh, he's trying to talk me into it. He's already got the classes for me to play that he's like, I think these will fit your game style. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So I'm looking forward to that. That's cool. That's really cool. Um. Yeah, it looked it looked really cool, man. It definitely, as far as like uh, shooters go, it definitely looked like something that's. It's funny because it's it doesn't look that far off of like a Call of Duty, but it has those extra mechanics, kind of like Titanfall had with the sliding and the movement. So it just yep. looks like it feels so much better than a Call of Duty. Watching it, I mean, Respawn always does a good job with first person shooters. Like Titanfall, both of those games were really really good shooters i mean the the population was never really there yeah. um but i mean respawn there's the people who broke away from infinity ward when infinity ward got bought out so they're the guys who did cod 4 and modern warfare 2 and all that stuff too so i have no doubt that the gunplay will be fantastic um i've never really played a battle royale before so i'm not sure how much i'll like it but i'm definitely ready to give it a shot it's um for me it's fun if you have the right people with you, just like playing the crucible, man, you know, you get a couple friends. It's just, it's about shooting the shit and just having fun. You know, would you be surprised to find out that I had more fun playing solo, uh, in my crucible this past week than when playing with teams? No, I get it. (laughs) I get it. I understand. I understand how that dynamic works for sure. Um, Uh, but no, I, yeah. Uh, So I'm looking forward to it. We'll give it a shot this week. Uh, but, Anthem for EA Access, which I have, uh, releases on Friday for you get 10 hours a week early. So I assume by about 10 hours after I get home from work on Friday, I'll have burned through that access. Uh, but um, I'm looking forward to that for next week, at least. Does your progress carry forward from the beta or demo no. that you played? Okay, I'm pretty sure the, the demo was like midway through the game. Okay. They just dropped you in kind of midway through. So I suspect, or I know that that'll all be gone. Maybe you'll get special stuff for playing and participating in it for all I know. But, uh, but no, I think you're starting over from scratch. Okay. Um, well, let's, let's jump into the destiny talk then, man. Um, so I heard that you achieved something this week. Oh yeah. I got myself my Redrix today. 
Finally. I mean, they basically gave it to you, so I don't even know why it took you this long. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's fair. Uh, I didn't play a whole lot of Crucible until... <laughs> it's funny, I went back and looked because in Discord there's the Charlemagne bot. Yeah. And I've been using it... I don't want to spam the, the Blueberry channel, although I, I do spam it quite a bit these last couple of weeks with last games and PvP stats and stuff like that. So I went back and looked into the, the private messages between me and the bot. Yeah. And at New Year's, I was uh, like a 0.9 KD and a 1.23 KDA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm now a 0.96 and a 1.28, respectively. So it's, it's like going up. Oh, look at that. When you play a lot, you get better at stuff. Who'd have seen that one coming? <laughs> That's awesome, also man. corresponding uh, to the new year is when I got my mind benders, which now has more kills than any two of my guns combined. That's, Maybe uh, even more than any three. If I uh, do, you have the curated? No, no, oh. mine's a uh, max range with quick draw and snapshot. Oh, jeez! Wow. So yeah, it's it's a beauty. That um, could be some that I could grind for. Did they yeah. did they fix the glitch on that? The glitch? Oh, for the killing yourself at the end? Yeah. I don't know. I we ran it once and I got it. I uh, wonder. I think they, I feel like they they fixed it. I gotta imagine they did, but I, yeah, I feel like they did, but I don't remember for sure. I know they talked about it. Huh? That's cool, but, man. Uh, yeah. So I, I worked through that. The thing that's you know. I I want to say last week I got to the, the element kills. So then this week was basically finishing that and then the 25 games of each uh, mode, quick play and rumble and comp, and then the 20 bounties. I had already reset five times, but I was dreading the playing of rumble and the playing of comp because I don't really do that very often. And by the time the week was over, I was like, man, I wish I could play more Rumble and Comp games because they go so much faster than quick play <laughs> games. Some of them do. I mean, even like I've always liked Countdown. I know a lot of people hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even those, either it's a really close match and you know you lose six five or you win six five and it's like super fun because it's so close, or it's just a stomp one way or another and you don't worry about it. Yeah, that is true. So very rarely was it like a 6-2 game. Did you use the uh, we're breaking up those teams um, trick? For quick play? No, for, well, it works for anything, but for... Because you have to requeue every time for comp. Oh, you do. You're right. That is only a quick play thing. I forgot about that. I guess for rumble I did it. When I'd win a rumble match, I'd back out because they say yeah. we're breaking up those teams. Uh, so last week when we recorded, I played three rumble games. I think my high game was like a, a point seven, and I finished like fifth in that one. And I was like, hey, better than normal. Like some of those games were truly awful. Uh, but by the time we finished the 25 games, I had had 14 podium finishes and six wins. That's like, awesome, dude. Huh. Not so awful. My very last game, some of all tiers, I ended up with 20 kills. The rest of the lobby had 12 that combined. Is- fantastic man <laughs> i came out of my super and i saw i was up 15 to 5 and i had two ward cliff shots and i'm like all right we're going for it and killed two guys with the ward cliff and then got three straight shotgun kills died at the end traded with the guy on the, the last one but i was like game's over i can't imagine anybody got <laughs> enough kills to screw me over here and then i looked and i was like i was so happy i was That's like nope cool. i'm done 
I don't even know if I want to play the comp games. I want last PvP to be that sum of all tears for forever. <laughs> uh, it's it's cool when things like that just fall into place, man. I don't, there's rumbles weird like that. Like there'll just be games where you just people cannot touch you. You just yeah. run around and dunk on them, and there's nothing they can do about it. Yep, that was uh, that was definitely that game for me. So, uh, but all this Redrix talk brings us to our first question of the night. Well, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I still want so Redrix before we before we go on. Um, if you use it in the Crucible, I also suggest using it in PVE. I like it a lot. I really do. Um, it's not the best in the Crucible, but I used it. I use it when I raid a lot. I'll give it a shot. I certainly will play with it in Crucible and PvE for a bit. I uh, I suspect I'll like my Blast Furnace more in PvP, but for PvE, maybe it will be my go-to PvE gun. Yeah, it's fun to try, man. So I'm definitely going to try it. So. When you when you do, because um, st- they're going to start dropping for you all the time now from Shaxx. I have a thousand tokens, too, now. Uh, arrowhead Break and Ricochet Rounds. Okay. That's what I you're will, looking for. I'll look for it then. Because Arrowhead Break makes the recoil way more vertical. Okay. And then Ricochet will give you the range. Awesome. Yep. So our, our first question tonight uh, in regards to Redrex comes from uh, our good friend, Officer Cliff Spab, uh, friend of the show. And he writes in, and I want to read this uh, verbatim so that because it's a very important question to ask. Uh, so he asks... Hi, guys. I finally got the Redrix Broadsword. I'm really enjoying the gun, and it's just nasty when you get that Desperado perk going. Plus, you don't see it too much because of how much effort and time it takes to get the Broadsword. I just kind of feel cool walking around the tower with the Broadsword on my back because it really shows how committed I am to this game. My only issue is that, despite how rare it is, I know a bunch of folks got the Broadsword handed to them last fall without putting in the effort. Over 650 kills of various types, 75 games, plus 5 resets, with a total Valor score of 10,000. Do you think Bungie should maybe add an ornament or an emblem to help distinguish those who earned the gun through the quest from those who just had it given to them? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to leave the discussion for you there, Fluffy. <laughs> well, Cliff, I think fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God damn it. That was so perfect, dude. Good job. <laughs> uh, so I remember when they, they talked about the quest coming out, and I was like, oh, that doesn't look too bad. And then I did it, and holy hell, was it not easy for me. I will say that it it even the people that are um, that really like started it from day one and really put their all into it, it, it definitely was not it definitely was not as easy as it looked. I, I agree 100% on that. Um it definitely made me a better player going through it, though. I'll give it that much. I it forced me to do a lot of stuff that I'm not super good at, and I really, I really liked that because now I've actually been putting up a bunch of really good games because I've been playing this and playing a style that would work. That and that, I think that when I originally obtained it too, dude, I think it did that to me because all I was doing was playing comp all the time, and right. it really made me more aware. Um, I think it's funny because. You know, I got I was pissed off at first and then we had a couple episodes later where I was just like, you know, it's fucking stupid. Like, who cares if someone else gets the gun? You know, like it sucks that they did what they did. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to give a shit about this gun once all the new stuff drops and there's a new meta. And guess what happened? 
I don't fucking give a shit that anyone has that gun anymore <laughs> because of the meta changed and because, you know, like, I don't even have it on PC. Like, I only have it on Xbox, so. And it's, uh, it's never been, like, God tier, right? No. It's, how, it's It's always, like, you can win with it, but you're not using the best gun. You're just using close to the best gun, right? So, yep. I don't know. I It's... Pulse rifles work better for me on Xbox because I don't have the thumbs that I had anymore. Oh, I know that is true. Same. Yeah, here. yeah. I just I used to be great with with uh, hand cannons, and um, I'll, I'll give them a go every time I log on to Xbox. But typically, I'll end up switching to pulse rifles because I can make sure I can land more shots. So, yeah. um, speaking of. I'm back to using a controller on Xbox. Yeah? The Zim uh, uh, Zim didn't do the trick anymore? I officially returned the Zim Alpha today. Uh, I, I asked for my money back, and I send that shit back. So um, I'll give it a fair review first, and then I'll talk about why I didn't want it. So I had issues with connectivity with it. Um, so we're going we're gonna to ignore that part. I, for starting um i think as a tool to use people people say like it's it's cheating blah 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 blah. i get that it makes your aim better i don't think the zim is better than putting in time on a controller and the reason that i think that is the uh mouse tracking is a fucking joke like if you move your hand too fast, it doesn't pick it up. So you have to train yourself to move your hand slower than you could actually realistically move it. If you're only playing on Xbox or PS4, maybe that's not a problem. But as someone who plays PC and then wants to go and play Xbox or PS4, it's huge, man. It's like it's like saying that you play on on five sensitivity on your controller, but when you go to your other system, you can only play at two sensitivity. You know what I yeah. mean? It's it's just, just dumb. Feels like you're playing in mud. Yeah. The key mapping I didn't like, right? Because I, it's not one-to-one. Like, I had to move differently than I would on PC, and that, that bothered me. But Plus I think, you couldn't jump. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, it, that again, that was moving shit. Um... And I think I think part of that was connectivity too, um, but gun recoil, man. I think that that's the biggest problem that I have with this. And more and more, I played with it um, because of the recoil on the guns is specific to a controller. It took my giant vault of five hundred weapons or four hundred weapons, whatever I have on Xbox, and literally reduced it to a handful. Like I could yeah. play with a few hand cannons, not a lot, just a, you know, just certain archetypes of hand cannon, and a few shotguns and snipers. Um, but I couldn't touch fusions. I couldn't touch autos, pulse pulse rifles, like SMGs, sidearms. Like none of those were realistic. You like just bounced all over the place. Yeah, you can't you can't lift your mouse up and then drag it down every time you fire. Like that's not realistic, and that's why right. recoil is different between PC and and using a controller. Is is you you literally can't just sit there and like be constantly dragging your mouse up and down. It doesn't work that way. Um. So, assuming that I had a good 
Zim. Maybe I would deal with those things. If I knew those things from the start, I probably wouldn't have spent over 100 bucks on it. Um, the reason I really returned it, though, was connectivity issues, man. There was not one night that I was playing where I didn't have to reset it. And fuck, when we were raiding on Saturday, I bet oh, I, res- I thought we were done. Dude, I could you tell how tilted I was? You were so pissed off. That's why I, I thought we were done. I thought you were going to just say fuck it and turn off your computer I, or Xbox and go to bed. I was about to fucking throw my Xbox through the wall, dude. I was <laughs> so mad. Like, it's not even funny how mad I was. I was getting Never so pissed either. off. Never either. That was the part that was so hilarious about it. <laughs> it was Chuck talking you down. He's like, yeah, it's okay, buddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, dude, I was so fucking mad. It wasn't even funny. And so, um, yeah, I ended up, I ended up like trying to reset it a couple times and then I'm just like, fuck this. And I grabbed my, my regular Xbox controller. Cause that's what it was hooked into. Cause I didn't want it. Like I read some reviews that it fried some PlayStation controllers when people had them plugged in. So I was like, I don't want to ruin my elite controller. Makes sense. So I had my other one plugged in. So I grabbed the controller to just try and like raid and finish uh, the first encounter, but it was at 10 sensitivity. <laughs> I didn't have paddles and and I didn't have time to change it, you know? And right. oh my God, it was so bad, dude. I was so, I mean, you could tell frustrated I was. I couldn't even like take the time to count what door I should be going in. Right. You know, like it was just, uh, it was a bad thing. So then I... We finished it, and then I had to change my batteries, and you had to change your controllers. Yeah, and then I had to restart my Xbox, and then my Elite controller wouldn't sync up, so that was, like, another few minutes to like of icing on the cake of, like, rage. Uh, and it was funny, because I gave you shit about your controllers not syncing, and right. it literally took me, like, three or four minutes to get <laughs> mine to sync up. Um, Instant karma. Yeah, it really was, dude. I don't even remember. Oh, so I it wouldn't work on my my brand new um, USB cable, and taking the batteries in and out wouldn't work, and resetting it twice didn't work. But I unplugged my it's the same USB port, the micro USB or whatever on my right. on my A40s. So I just took that off of my mix amp and plugged it into the controller, and then it synced up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it doesn't even fucking make sense, but whatever. And the good news was it, uh, we one-shot Shirochi afterwards for, like, yeah. the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, and and then the rest of the raid was fun. We were all laughing and having a good time after that. It was like... We did, we that, did a really good job on that raid after that. Well, also, we, uh, Chuck decided we wanted to try to get two, uh, two triumphs done, which is... Yes. For Bryce and I being triumph horse that like we are, that was awesome. We were all about that. Uh, mm-hmm. So we all went in six arc warlocks. Yes. And we beat the raid with six arc warlocks. And it was rather painless and absolutely hilarious from time so to time. I think I think having six warlocks and the fact that I think we did the jumping puzzles better than we've ever done the jumping puzzles. And everyone yeah. was on a fucking warlock. And... We didn't have a well, and we didn't have a shield to block, and we didn't have all the normal things that we have for that, and we still did a really good job. Yeah, it was actually it was super fun. So, again, we had we had it's been probably what like five six weeks since we had done Last Wish. Like we had done we had a couple weeks where we didn't do raid night, and a couple yep. weeks where we did Leviathan things, and my Xbox turned off because it's full of cat hair. Um, 
So it was good to get back in there and have a good time with it. Yeah, it really was, man. It really was. Just miss Jay. Yes, Jay, come back to us. We miss you. Um. Oh, Jay. <laughs> you came and you left and we raided without you. The amusing part was I think he got home like five minutes after we started. Yeah, we were we were uh, just starting and he's like, hey, you guys got six. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that sucks. Who invited Jamar? It's probably the same person who made him a mod. I didn't invite him. <laughs> so you're admitting you made him a mod. I did make him a mod. You son and... of a bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. It was. Then... It was, man. I had a, I had a really good time raiding, and I actually, I'm I'm actually quite happy that everything went down with the Zim the way that it did because, um. Now I can just pick up a controller and play Xbox, and if I suck at the Crucible, I am can just accept it and uh, have, you know, $100 back in my wallet. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. For when my Elite controller finally breaks. I think uh, the raid and what else? I didn't do a ton of PvE this past week. It was mostly PvP. We helped unlock uh, Go Fan and Forge for Briz. Oh, nice. Chuck and I did, so we got that done. And then uh, I helped Chief Mandow get his his Nagi's Burden, uh, which was good, because when when I went for mine, Gator and I ran that Pyramidium Strike, which is that, I don't know, have you gotten it yet? No. Uh, So there's a Pyramidium Strike at 640 uh, with Solar Burn and Extinguish on. Uh, Also, I think Grounded's on and Heavyweight uh, is the other two modifiers. Uh, so that's no joke because the end boss does all that solar damage with that sniper rifle uh, and could basically two-shot you. So when Gator and I tried it, we failed miserably, and we, we went back in and ran Shattered Throne with Wolfhound so we could do it with three people. But no Shattered Throne this week, so it was just me and Chief, and we made it to the end the first time, and he got killed, and then ran through a second time and handled it without any real problems. So it was like, why was this so hard the first time? Uh we just dunked on that thing the second time. Nice. So that was good. So yeah, we got we got him his sniper rifle. I tried to use it when we did snipers only on Friday night. Uh, never hit a shot with it the entire night. <laughs> yeah, it took me a, it took me a game or two to get into that uh, sniper rifle only match. <laughs> um, that was fun too. We did play some private matches, and that's always a good time doing stupid things. I did have fun with Le Monarch and Duke uh, blinting people. Dude, that, that combo is is uh, just Le Monarch and any hand cannon to follow up. Jamar was doing that shit too with his sniper rifle. Um, and the, what is it, the something Warden? Oh, yeah, uh, Warden of Law. Warden of Law, three or four or whatever numbers after it. Yeah, that's the... Uh... The Warden of Nothing, Nightfall. I got one to drop, too. I got the curated roll to drop uh, when we ran it. Yeah. Uh, I just hadn't had time to play with it much. So, But, yeah, it's a, it's a good gun. It feels good, yeah. at least. Yeah. So. Um, Yeah, it was fun, though, man. It was it was a lot of fun. So after after it was it was needed too, man. I was. Uh, I definitely was in a state of mind where I wanted a nice chill night of Xbox and it did not start out that way. So I'm glad that it ended that way. 
So while our uh, our PvP uh, guru is out hunting wolves, conveniently I turned into a PvP god this week too. What with my sum of all tears and you know solo solo running the comp queue and winning more games than I lost by a pretty healthy amount. So why don't we go through those questions we asked for for our PvP god and. Uh, I'll do the best I can to answer them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not... We were really hoping that we could have some insight for you guys, um, but, you know, like, personal shit came up and we'll make it work on a different episode, so you're going to have to deal with our answers this time around. Uh, we'll start out with uh, Elmer Fudd. He uh, writes in, how do you like your eggs? Uh, I guess I'm going to say 18 to 21. I hate you so much. <laughs> I was expecting you to go for the normal bad joke, and you just went with the not funny bad joke that could happen there. <laughs> yep. Okay, so moving on to Bryce. Uh, Brisbear asks, why wasn't Tractor Cannon used more to shut down um, Spectral Blades and Nova Warp before the nerfs? So he, I think he's asking, why why didn't we see it as much before, but we're seeing it more now? Is that is that what you're I don't even know about? if we're seeing it more now, but like why why didn't people use it? I I think it's I think it's just the lobbies that you're in, man, because um I definitely ran into people that were really fucking good with tractor cannon that shut my shit down all the time. I think also uh it's a you know opportunity cost thing. If you're running yes. a heavy machine gun you can get, you know, five kills with it if you're playing well. If you're running, you know, tractor cannon, one, they have to hit a super when you have tractor cam- cannon ammo. They have to come for you. And, I mean, it's very good, and I've gotten shut down with it a couple of times this week as well. But I think if you're playing a quick play and you're going to get rushed by six people, you'd rather have a hammerhead or a ward cliff coil or something like that uh, because of the small number of times where it lines up perfectly that you have tractor cannon and the supers coming for you. Yeah. I think my biggest failure with tractor cannon is, um, I just put it on and try and use the ammo right away. But if you watch good people with tractor cannon, like uh cami cakes, for instance, uh, you'll see that he doesn't just have it out the whole time. Right. He uses it. He uses it when needed. Um, and he uses it to control heavy. And I think that people are really good with it. Use it for that reason. Yes. Although I still stand by the people who are really good with it, uh, would be really good with any, if you gave Cammy any heavy weight or any heavy weapon, I'm sure the guy could put up silly sword or scores with just a sword, even in today's meta. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100% dude. But yeah, so I think it's good. I just think your opportunities, you know, if you're trying to put up a big game or trying to do the best you can to slay, it's not going to be your best weapon. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of good exotics out there, too. And, you know, they, you have to always think about the trade off on that. Um, the Beard writes, thoughts on the mountaintop as a pinnacle weapon for season five. I personally had no interest uh, compared to getting no, no interest compared to getting Luna's Howl. So mountaintop was not his jam. He didn't go for it. Um, why why don't you start this one off? Uh, I mean, I'm not a huge grenade launcher user anyways, so I, and I never even did the the grind for Luna, so I guess pinnacle weapons don't really excite me all that much anyways, but it's definitely less, I think, exciting than Luna's was. 
Yeah. Uh, the only person I know who's excited about the mountaintop is Bushido. Bushido also used, you know, Fighting Lion all of year one. So mm-hmm. this is in his style. He got it last week and he's already got like a couple hundred kills with it because he absolutely loves that type of games play. But I think they're it's a very rare breed who gets excited about the mountaintop. Yeah, I'm the I'm the same way, man. I think I think that if you're good with grenade launchers, like it's not a bad grenade launcher. Um especially with Fighting Lion being touched a little bit in the balances. Um I I personally am not a grenade launcher user. Um if I do have to use it, I, I guess I'd rather have a mouse. But uh I don't know, man. Hand cannons hand cannons are always like a good good choice um you know i think luna's was was better than broadsword yeah but, absolutely rhetoric so i think i think of what we've seen in the crucible luna's is luna's and not forgotten are definitely the best um but i don't think the other ones are bad i just think it's got to be something that you play with and you like using you know chuck was using his on friday on saturday night and he was kicking my ass with it so right funny story about uh fighting lion i ran into a team of six uh all running warlock with fighting lion and running luna faction boots all six of them oh geez and wells and stuff like that uh and they seemed like they were tough until you realize that they all just stacked up and like unloaded their stuff from their wells i've got four quads in one game with uh ward cliff coil because they were all standing in the same well or same puddle and she just picked up heavy and jumped around the corner and let it go. And you're like, found them all. I found where they were hiding. They're all dead. Let's run to their next spawn spot. They're going to be sitting in a puddle there. So it just goes to show you, even if your strategies are new and interesting, uh, <laughs> they're not always the best. And if, they, if standing in a puddle together was the right thing, people would be doing it far more often. Yeah. Um, Absolute Zero asks... How do you feel about the new gunslinger changes from the most recent patch? Haven't used uh, the six shooter yet. I'm pretty bad with uh, golden gun and I got pretty good with uh, the, what the hell was it called the blades, the whatever the hell the solar. So middle tree super is for gold for not for gunslinger. Uh, blade barrage. Wow brain was working a little slow there um so i haven't used it yet i haven't either but i heard that it's i heard that it's very good so i watched ghost again do some bad things with it <laughs> he killed a bunch of people one night that was kind of fun yeah i heard i heard people like it like the changes so i'm open to it i just yeah i need to try it yeah uh ban davis uh 2020 asks who will win a fight who would win in a fight john claude van damme or chuck norris oh boy we're gonna we're gonna lose some listeners here but i'm in the bag for jcvd so that's my vote i um yeah i guess if i really think about it like he seems to be the more flexible agile one also so, chuck norris is like 74 right let's now a, let's assume that they're both in their prime right oh then it's probably a pretty close fight i'm just kidding yeah. i uh i enjoy van damme's movies more 
Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because when I that's when I grew up was when oh, yeah, was making too. movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, Van Damme. Also, if you've not watched Jean Claude Van Johnson, that TV show is hilarious. It's like six episodes. They're like thirty minutes a pop. You can watch it in a night, and I laughed my ass off during that. What's it? What's is it a, a parody uh, or is it actually about him? Or? It's it's him. Basically, he's a secret agent, and his cover. His real name is Jean Claude Van Johnson, and Jean Claude Van Damme was his cover. It was he was an actor going to places to run super secret spy movies. That is or, awesome. And he was coming out of retirement is basically the gist of uh, the TV show. Um, it is really, really funny. Nice. So man. Check it out if you if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I have not seen that. That sounds amazing, though. Um, cool. Uh, Mr. Xanafan711 writes, Zombie outbreak happens. What is your weapon and vehicle of choice? And where are you getting them? Uh, shout out to Ian. Uh, he wrote the car from the Army of Darkness. No idea where I'm getting it. Uh, and a hung jury with Firefly. <laughs> uh, I'm just going back to Old Man Hoover's house. I don't need a vehicle. I just got to get there, and then I'll be fine. Let's see. It's a zombie outbreak, so I want something sturdy, something that can take a lot of abuse. We're probably going to get a Miata. Uh, and then weapon of choice um i would like to use the um i'd like to use a hair dryer because i'm in a miata and then we'll just drive around style all the zombies hairs i would say (laughs) your other option might be that eight foot tall dildo that uh justin photoshops you in next all the time yeah i wonder if that like what kind of batteries does that take is that like two 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 uh two car batteries to uh get that thing going. Just just jiggle just jiggle them all to death. Exactly. Um yeah, okay. No, we could do that. We could do that. Um all right, we got one we got one more. Uh this is you know, typically I don't uh add the repeat questions to the, the shows anymore. You know, when people ask us the same thing that they ask like five other podcasts, but we're going to roll with this one because Phoenix sent it to me and he hasn't sent us something in a while. He said, uh, if you could perfect one part of your body, what part of your body would you change? Uh, Perfect as in the ideal adjustments. Parts could include uh, hair, facial or otherwise height or weight. So I answered this on uh, Barely a Destiny show on Friday because, mm-hmm. again, Phoenix asked literally everybody. Yep. Um, and I complained about the white patch of hair in my beard that sticks out from the rest of the beard. Like, it's just, you know, normal beard color, normal beard color, normal beard color, big old patch of white, normal beard color. Uh, I described it as the the old man of uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan from the <laughs> WCW NWO days. Uh, I'd like that to just not be so completely gray already. I get it. I get it. I, um, originally, I think I would have done something physical, you know, like have perfect body. Grow that hair in between your sideburns and your... Yeah, actually grow a beard. Uh, I Honestly, if I could perfect anything, I would want to perfect the human brain. 
I want. Uh, sure, but I mean, no, like, you don't no, need to be like me. It. Think about it, though. Like, the ability to do calculations and, you know, like the thought process that you could have, you can achieve pretty much everything else, right? Like, right. If, you, if you have, like, the perfect brain, like the smartest person alive, right? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm... I appreciate that you want to be like me. Oh, yeah, like you, yeah. Except, like, I would, you know, make smart choices. I mean, <laughs> sure. Like, not get on a podcast. <laughs> Just because I make bad choices doesn't mean I know ahead of time that it's uh, uh, going to be a bad choice. No, but honestly, man, like, I think... um you know, I think if you were uber intelligent like that, like things like discipline, like for eating and working out and all that stuff would come easy, like making money. Um, I think I think there could be I think I think a lot of things would come along with having the brain power of Admiral Nips. Yeah. And yet I still make bad choices all the time, <laughs> even as I'm telling myself this is a bad choice. <laughs> Oh shit! We do have awesome. one last uh, late question uh, oh. from Kath. He asks, uh, "What the fuck was Bungie thinking when they nerfed Wormhusk and then released One-Eyed Mask?" So I feel like he's been running into a lot of Titans lately in the Crucible. Kath, hmm. you need to play a little bit more PC, my friend. Or you need to get yourself a One-Eyed Mask, and then you won't complain about it because when you have the broken thing, it doesn't seem so bad anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've touched on this a little bit in the past, but um, I think the general consensus with the community is that um, is that uh, the hunter exotic could be brought back up. Yeah, they fucked up by nerfing that. Yeah, yeah, they really they really shouldn't have. Right. At least not to the point that they did. And there's so many good exotics out there. I think I think I think it'd be fine if that I was do, still out there. That is a, an interesting thought. For- experiment is if Wormhusk was the way it always was or was back the way it was at the end of year one would you wear it would that be your go-to exotic of choice on a hunter if i was on a hunter it would be between that and stompies um i think so because it it allowed you to make stupid plays and yeah. recover from them um so I've fallen in love over the past three weeks with the Gwiz Invest, even post-nerf. Yeah. I don't know if I'd take that off for Wormhusk. I understand that like Gwiz Invest <laughs> See, only thing, helps man. you when you're do- in your super, uh, and where Wormhusk would help you every, what, 15 seconds you get your dodge back? Depending on the class you play, yeah. 14 yeah, yeah. to 20, I think, is... So I understand that Wormhusk is like more valuable more often, but... I've had some of the most absurd super streaks because of Wiz Invest. I don't know if I would take it off. Now, if you had a fast reacting system, you could do both, right? Correct. You could yes, swap exactly. before you pop your super. Um, and I guess on the 1X, it's fast enough. Like when you die, you can make that switch and not be not be the end of the world. But uh, yeah. But I'm far too lazy for that. Yeah, it's it's even. I could do that with Stompies right now too, and I don't. Yeah, my my Xbox has an SDD, and I I, it still takes quite a while for it to pop up. It's not instant, 
Yeah, um, I mean, I can't switch. Like, if I switch special, I'll have a life with no special. Like, if I go from a sniper to a shotgun, yeah. if I die and immediately go to switch out of rage because I can't snipe anything and I'm like, fuck this, I'm putting on a shotgun, um, it still takes the full respawn timer and just like, yeah. I'll come in and I won't have special at first. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think that there's so many good exotics out there for all the classes. I, I really do think that Wormhusk could be brought back up. Yeah, I think that's fair. I would because ag- um, you have your your shards too, which yeah, also you know, when- super good. Until I realized that I liked uh, Middle Tree Night Stalker more. I think the uh, the neutral game with that is pretty great too. Um, while I'm not. Uh, you know, Drewski with 24,000 uh, kills with his Twilight Oath. I did try that a bit with sliding into the snipes and you get the the headshot when you're crouched and then go and viz and see everybody. When you do that, you feel like a complete monster. Yeah, dude. Watching watching him play Spectral Blades class is so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so I watched him like last week or so maybe two weeks ago and i was like i need to start trying it so this week i've been doing it a bit more and i'm like i absolutely love the setup so while (laughs) night stalker was like the class that i never ran in crucible for the past three weeks it's all i've run and my numbers have been going up steadily i've been getting better with just regular gun skill but also learning that class in and out has been pretty fantastic yeah, I, I definitely like playing that class, man. I was having a lot of fun playing it um, when I was on Xbox, which is problematic because I have the Luna started on my Warlock and I almost want to uh, play Hunter in comp. So, Yeah, that's the other thing. I don't know. I need to start working on that because I really enjoyed comp. And while I'm not going to get to 2100 by myself... Uh, I can probably get the Luna quest done sitting in the five and six hundred range pretty easily. Um, I think you could get it done. I think I think that twenty one hundred would not be that hard for you to obtain with uh, all of the friends that we have. Oh, that part, yeah. I mean, with friends for sure, but just running solo isn't. Yeah. Oh, dude, solo is hard. I mean, it's not not it's not that it's not doable. You can go to Reddit and see all sorts of people saying that they soloed it. I think that with with the friends that we have and stuff, I think it's obtainable for sure, you know, and and just in general, I mean, if you put in the time to find a team and really work with them, it's it's doable, I think. Yeah. And I mean, season's going to be restarting in the nearish future uh, where everyone's at zero. And, you know, if I run with people then up to twenty one hundred, that's great. But I kind of. I'm not very good with hand cannons, so I gotta spend some time learning how to hit shots with those first. I got ace done, but uh, it took me a while. I had to force myself to put on double hand cannon so I didn't touch <laughs> on a shotgun. I remember doing that too. <laughs> yeah, and that was my problem. Is I was always trying to voop people instead of shooting them. Yep. Um, I don't know, man. What do you think? Should we talk about playlists? Yeah, let's get to that. Uh, we've got. Uh, we, we should have probably read uh, Bit Dead's uh, beer review while we were talking about <gasps> oh, beers. Yeah, let's. But, you know what? Let's. Uh, before we before we jump into playlists, I forgot about that man. He has he has two of them for us this week. So let's, well, he's uh, got a beer review and then a, a 
playlist thing, which is why I was springing it up now. Because oh, I didn't realize that one of them was a playlist thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So we'll start with the beer review, and then we'll go into the playlist thing okay, for us. Perfect. So, uh, so bit dead rights. Uh, good day to you, my fine chaps. How are you? Gents, I would like to say well done on the weight loss idea. It's inspired loads of the community. I personally have lost nine pounds, and it's been great to hear that so, that so many have also lost. Right, beer time. I've gone back to Adnams Brewery in Southworld and have had the Lighthouse IPA or have given the Lighthouse IPA a try. This was a good crisp pale ale. Flavor-wise, there wasn't major amount going on, but being only 3.4% 3, 3. alcohol with a smooth malt taste and long hoppy aftertaste, it was pleasant to drink. I can imagine this being a nice summer ale. You fucker. I'm giving this 7 <laughs> out of 10 yeah. beer dance. <laughs> Stay gorgeous, gents. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I approve. You people and your damn seasonal beers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, thank you for that. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to England in the near future and hitting up a bunch of these breweries that are a bit uh, harder to get over here. So keep coming with the uh, the suggestions of good British beers because I'm going to be back sometime in the near future. So the next uh, message from BitDead is, uh, Hello, gentlemen. As Det Ben Malone is one of my podcast heroes, I wanted to send in a question slash song choice so I can be just like him. <laughs> back many moons ago in the 90s, as a, a young BitDead had hair and watched loads of WWE. Quick disclaimer, my memory isn't great, and I can't be bothered to go look up so facts might be wrong, <laughs> which uh, never stopped anybody on this show, so don't feel bad. I think it was when Raw and SmackDown became separate shows, and one of them started using Drowning Pools, using the Drowning Pool hit Bodies as their song, and I fell in love. So my question is, what's your favorite WWE song? Also, could I have the honor of adding Bodies to the best song of the week list? Much love, guys. Bit dead. So it was SmackDown, I believe, that had uh, uh, bodies as their intro back in the day when it was on, God, was that UPN or something like that? UPN. Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was who ran it at first. So I suspect Fluffy will find it and add it to the list for you. As it is for- added. It is added. Oh, you, it's uh, on- you know, typically the, the write-in uh, Spotify playlists are not a thing, but uh, in Beer Dad's case, he has been writing us stuff almost every single week for almost every single episode, so I'm all about it. Uh, as for your favorite WWE song, um, I assume that's entrance music. Uh, I have a long, long list of ordering of uh, WWE songs that I could go through, but... We've already been at this for an hour and 20 minutes, so I will not take up another hour and 20 minutes of your time <laughs> listing it out. Uh, I would say currently my favorite entrance music is uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's. Uh, my favorite all time is Mankind with the uh, the car crash intro. Uh, that's probably my favorite entrance music of all time in WWE. Buffy, do you have any uh, WWE love? I didn't think no. so. No, I'm sorry. I do not. Well, then why don't you let us know what Dead Ben Malone's song is this week 
to put on the playlist 2018 playlist of the year. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but Depp and Malone was there for the playlist awards, and he actually helped call out that we had the best playlist in 2018. I do believe it was between him and Zan, and uh, they they just you know they read the ballot, they looked at what the judges said, and the judges said it was a clear win for 2018 for our playlist. So none of that might as well just bullshit. keep it going in 2019, right? Exactly. Uh, so this week, uh, Ben has a polar bear club with the song Pawner for us. Um, I really got to make a, make a better effort of listening to his music before we add it to the playlist. Cause I did not do that this week. Did he, uh, put it in the, the group chat or did he just send it directly to you? Uh, I thought he put it in the group chat, but he oh. might've just sent it to me. Well then. I completely missed it because I also didn't listen to it this week. But uh, while I'm shoveling tomorrow, I will be listening to it. I can't wait. <laughs> I uh, I was very distracted this week. I So I didn't find the song I wanted, but I decided on Monday when we were flying out, I, I told uh, Debbie, I was like, um, I, I'm on a hunt for a specific song from a band for, for Nips. And... Uh, I didn't find it. I put in some time. I was distracted. I even put in a couple hours today, but I just I haven't found the perfect song yet for it. So I uh while I was searching for that song, um I like stopped to make a call at work or something like that. Like I was playing it on my phone and I went to go for a walk for lunch and I just put it like I just put uh Spotify back on and sometimes Spotify doesn't always pick up what you were last listening to. Right. And that was the case here. And I put it on shuffle and there was a really good atmosphere song. And then instead of continuing to search for the song that I wanted for you, I went down the rabbit hole of atmosphere and listened to atmosphere for like the rest of the day today. Um, for those of you that don't know, atmosphere is a local legend here in Minnesota. Um, he is our Midwest father of hip hop. Uh, and he's pretty damn good at it. Um, Help found Rhyme Sayers, which is a pretty big independent label. And uh Yeah, I decided might as well might as well give the hometown hero a shout out this week. So I'm gonna go with the uh, Virgo off of his new album. It's um it's a little bit more mellow beat. It's different. It's wait, it's wait, definitely... a little bit more mellow than your normal hip hop picks, or just a little bit more mellow than a normal uh <laughs> a normal hip hop song. Both. Like it's definitely it's definitely not your your average beat. And you get that a lot. Like Ant is the um Ant is the guy who does the beats for Atmosphere. And uh a, a lot of the other rhyme sayer people will get Ant beats. And um he's very very good at what he does. I mean, dude's been doing it since the early 90s. Um And yeah, it's it's a cool ass beat, man. So uh, it's, it's just the whole song is just a little bit more chill and a little bit different than, than by some of my other picks that I've put out there. So, um, yeah, I thought it was good. I'm intrigued because yeah. I always consider like all of your stuff to be completely like markedly chiller than other hip hop songs we have on our uh, list. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like you compare the songs you pick to the ones that Chuck brings uh, right right yeah yeah <laughs> there's a, yeah there's definitely a theme for like 
like uh, the lyrics and the vibes with the hip hop that I pick for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh... For me, uh, Briz sent a question into our friends over at Antimeta last week about, uh, and his question was, has there ever been a video game trailer the, that the song playing in it basically sold you on the game? So he picked GTA V, uh, but my pick is uh, from maybe my favorite game of all time. And by maybe, uh, you know it is my favorite game of all time. Me. By maybe we mean definitely. <laughs> By maybe we mean definitely. Uh, there was a Witcher three uh, preview where they had this vampire singing a song, uh, and so the song is "Lullaby of Woe" by Martin Prisbolovich. Prisbolovich, uh, a Polish name because CD Projekt Red's Polish, uh, and they're, you know definitely hiring local talent for their music. Um, but the preview for it sold me on the game because I'm sure I've talked about before where I tried to play The Witcher 2 and I loved the story, but I couldn't get behind the gameplay, so I just said fuck it and read it on Wikipedia. Uh, and so I was tentative about buying Witcher 3, but this preview with that song uh, sold me on it immediately, and so now it shows up on playlists that I make for myself all the time. So Awesome. I love that the uh, cover art for this uh, album is a lady standing there and she has like a deep V. And by deep V, I mean it basically almost touches her belly button. So, <laughs> yeah, very Witcher 3. Very Witcher 3 indeed. Uh, that's cool, man. I'm excited. I'm pretty sure that I've heard this before. I'm pretty sure that you sent this video to me and said this was the one that sold me on the game. Yeah. Um, so I'm intrigued. So, yeah, it'll be uh, it, it's like nothing else on the playlist, but uh, it's also only two minutes long. So if you don't like it, don't worry about it. Yep. Cool. 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 Uh, I like where I like where where this playlist is going, my friend. Uh, looks like we have uh, three hours and 13 minutes of songs now. Yeah, that's not bad. No. Uh, it definitely gets listened to by me at work more often than my own playlist now. Wow, that's awesome, man. I don't think there's a I don't think there's a thing on here that tells me how many plays we have. Not that it really matters anyways. Um yeah, I, I do like I do like the variety and it's cool as it's growing like how how it's at the point now where you don't hear duplicates, you know? Yeah. Even if I if I'm driving into work, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hear it repeat or anything like that. So that's cool. So awesome. Well, um we got some uh we got some fun guests coming up here uh in the next couple weeks. Um we're gonna have to work in our special guest. Uh but uh yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the, the calendar for uh, the rest of February and early March, and it's going to be a good time for sure, man. I'm so, looking forward to it. Yep. As we're, we uh, slowly we're... walk our way up to 100 episodes. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's going to be, what, April maybe? April, May? Somewhere in there? That's not how oh, math no, works. No, that's not how it works at all because it would, yeah, okay, got it. I, I I can do the math now. Be, <laughs> this is episode some, eighty-two, so <laughs> yeah, sometime in like June or something like Late that. Late July, probably. Well, July would be July would be around a year, and then we're gonna be at like a hundred and four episodes. Right. 
So I'm thinking June. We'll see. It'll be close, but yeah. You can do the math and prove me wrong after we get done recording. Yeah, I'm not going to care enough. We'll get there <laughs> when we get there. Or we won't get to lo- uh, episode 100 uh, if you keep jumping off the map in, when we raid. Oh It'll kill God, us dude. all. Like, the amount of rage trying to do that, that jumping puzzle. Oh, Well, it won't happen anymore. <laughs> See you in hell, Zim. Yeah, goodbye, Zim. Give me my fucking money back. I'm going to go spend it on something useful. I'll just not be that awesome with my controller anymore, and I'm okay with that. Uh, Awesome, man. I think I think that wraps us up for tonight. What do you think? Yeah, that was a fun time. Yeah, it was. We're, uh, we're recording a little bit early next week. Uh, I think we're recording Saturday night, so... Um, I'm glad you reminded me. Be- yeah, episode might drop before Tuesday, so I, I know I have Monday off next week, so I'll try and edit it on Sunday or Monday. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, we are Potato Thumbs Podcast. There is a website, deathrx.com. We have not talked about it in a while. It still exists, and Lotus is updating it from Florida, so thank you, Lotus, for that. Um... I just thought of something really funny. This literally just clicked. Burning Wing sent me something to talk about. And he says how we like to give Gator a hard time. And it was a story referring to someone in Florida. And I don't want to spoil it because it might appear in someone else's news segment. Uh, But the fact that he thinks Gator is from Florida is actually pretty hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, when it comes to our good friend, RNG Gator, know that he's not a fan of any one team. He just picks who's winning and roots for them. And when he was picking college teams, the Gators were good. That's funny. He's a Cubs fan. I don't even know who he likes in football. I know the Panthers. He's a Cubs fan. I totally forgot about that. The the local Carolina Panthers are at least his second favorite team, I think. I can't remember who his first favorite team is. Uh, You know, he might be a Cubs-Yankees fan. He just might be. Gator sports fandom is maybe the worst. (laughs) I love the guy, but he's got the sports fandom of a real asshole. Uh, well, if you, um, were hoping to reach out to RNG Gator, um, you can message me on Twitter or on the discord at FluffyFingersMD. Uh, How's that for a transition? Uh, it was good. I mean, we managed to pull it off seamlessly all night, but, uh, I like that you made it obvious for the very last one. Yeah, no, it's important to really call out the ones that you're proud of. Okay. And that ruin the transition. Uh, I'm at Admiral Nips on Twitter. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for all the questions this week. Uh, you know, shit happens and our, our guest didn't show up. Um, he, he is not by choice. He had some personal stuff happen, but he will be back and we will get those fantastic PVP questions answered for you at that time. Um, until then it's going to be a secret. Um, yeah. And, uh, I guess we'll talk to you guys next week. The show is over.